Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. I don't think any of us are looking for more reason at the moment to think about contagious diseases and the measures that we need to protect ourselves from them. Um, But Providence would have it that our readings this week are all about leprosy and about the the strict measures that they had in the law of Moses to deal with it. Um, In our first reading in Leviticus, we actually only got four verses, two verses from the start of the chapter and two verses from the end of the chapter, but there was another 40 verses in between with all the ins and outs of if you find a spot on your skin, you've got to take it to the priest and then you've got to go away and isolate for a week and then you've got to come back and show it to the priest again and he'll judge whether you're still sick or not. Um, Sounds all very familiar, but there's lots of depth of detail that it goes through in the law about what you have to do if, if you were a leper, if you'd contracted this kind of disease. And it's a pretty simple system that makes a lot of sense because we all want to be healthy um, and the people of Israel wanted to keep the general population healthy. So we keep our healthiness over here and we separate out the unhealthiness, the sickness over there. We keep it separate so that we can keep ourselves safe, so that we can stay healthy, we can stay alive. Um, So there's a nice contained bubble of healthiness here in which we're safe. And the uncleanness is kept over there. And this is why we hear in this reading from Leviticus, as long as the disease lasts, he must be unclean. And therefore, he must live apart. He must live on the outside of the camp, separated from the rest of the people. But the occurrence of leprosy in the law and in the scriptures um, also carries with it a certain ambiguity. Because not only was this about physical sickness about the disease and the public health management to try and keep the population safe. But it's also in some way tied up with our holiness and the holiness of the people and the maintenance of the the cult of Israel, the religious worship and the purity of their worship system. So the concept of uncleanness is not only about you've got stuff on your skin, therefore you're unclean um, and you don't have, so you're clean but it's also tied up with disease as well as connection with sin, whether sin in the person themselves or in their family, Um, and not only leprosy, but other physical illnesses or physical deformities were seen in this way. But thinking of that, we can also see that this, this system of separation, this kind of bubble of safety structure that we build up can also be built... In, with, the, with our idea of protecting ourselves from sin or from evil. Um, there's there's kind of evil and sin which, which threatens to infect our whole person or all of our population and we want to separate ourselves from it. We don't want to be overrun. We don't want to be contaminated by sin, by human brokenness and weakness. So we cast out and reject that which is sinful. We make them outside the camp and try and keep our, our holiness and our virtue over here, or at least our we're not so sinful over here, separated from that which is sinful and might overrun us. Um, and this kind of barrier can be built up in our church culture, certainly. Um, 
it's built up in lots of different ways, even in our society, depending on what the society's value or virtue is. There's always in humanity this, this sense of separation between that which is acceptable that we want to keep and that which we don't like and we want to protect ourselves from. But we can also set up this same separation within ourselves. We don't, we don't want the disease of sin to take us over, to overrun our whole beings. So therefore, there's those unclean parts of ourselves, the, the, the sinful, ugly bits that we don't like to look at. We try and push them aside into some dark corner so that we can have our, our kind of holy bubble, which is perhaps how we appear at church or how we appear in front of our friends with the, the part of ourselves that we accept and we like and we want to keep that separate from the sin or the uncleanness that, that might threaten to overrun our lives. And there's definitely a logic to this because we want to be healthy. We want to be without sin. We want to be holy. So it makes perfect sense to separate ourselves from that sinfulness. And that's what Jesus wants as well. Jesus wants us to be holy and healthy. Um, in fact, he wants us to be holy and healthy in a way to a, to a degree that we can't even imagine. Um, but let's have a look at how he relates to this cleanness and uncleanness dynamic within us. Because he encounters this leper in the gospel today. The leper approaches Jesus and he says to him, if you want to, you can make me clean. Now Jesus immediately affirms that yes, I am on about your becoming healthy. I want you to be healthy. I want you to be holy and fully alive Jesus definitely wants that. But then he does something that's actually unnecessary. Jesus reaches out and touches the leper. Now, the, he had no reason to touch him to be able to heal him. Just a few verses before, Jesus has cast out a demon simply by the power of his voice. But Jesus has the power to heal within himself. He has the power over sickness or evil and I'm sure that the, de the demon had more power than this skin disease does. But Jesus nevertheless reaches out and touches the man. He goes straight through this barrier between the clean and the unclean that's been set up. He's so moved by compassion at this man's suffering, at this man's sickness that he goes straight to the other side of this barrier, that he goes straight into his uncleanness and touches him in his uncleanness, touches him on the skin, exactly where this unclean sickness is. Because Jesus isn't afraid of whatever it is that makes us unclean, whatever it is that makes us weak or broken or sinful, whatever it is in us that we hide in those dark corners of our life that we can't even stand to look at ourselves. Jesus isn't afraid of going there and of touching that sickness, that uncleanness. And he knows that in touching this leper that there's the risk that he himself will become unclean, but he doesn't care. He's, he's more caring about showing the compassion to the guy. And then we find that when the leper then runs off and tells everybody, I've been healed by this guy, Jesus, he tells everyone else, that, and they want to come and find this healing. They want to come and discover this power that Jesus has. 
And he doesn't say to the people, go and, go and find Jesus. He's, he's in the temple or he's in the synagogue or he's in the holy place that you're going to go and find him and find the power and the healing that he's got for you. No, the people have to go and find him outside in the places where nobody lives. That's what it says in the text today. Jesus can't go into the towns anymore. He's now outside in the places where nobody lives. He's now in the place where the unclean, where the lepers resided, outside of the town. And if the people want to go and meet him and receive that healing, and if we want to go and encounter Jesus and receive that healing that he has for us, it's precisely in the unclean places that he wants to meet us. Because he wants to touch us precisely where we are unclean. He wants to love us right where we seem most unlovable. He wants to bring his forgiveness right where that sinfulness is. Not in the parts of our lives that seem holy and altogether and perfect and going well, but in the brokenness and the weakness and the sin. And so if we're brave enough to look into those places within us that we've perhaps kind of closed the door on or pushed away into the corner, those places that are most in need of healing, most in need of forgiveness, the shamefulness or the ugliness of our lives that's hidden away there, and we can expect to meet Jesus there, waiting to touch us and to impart his healing on us there. We can expect to meet him there and in that uncleanness for his blood to wash us clean. And there's another time when we find Jesus in the outside of the town places, in the places where nobody lives. It's outside the city of Jerusalem at a spot called the Place of the Skull. Golgotha or Calvary. When Jesus so embraced all of our sinfulness, all of our sickness, our unworthiness, our rebellion and our sin, he so embraced it that he was himself rejected and found on the outside, exiled and cast away by all of humanity. He takes it all upon himself he becomes the exile and he dies outside of the city unclean because of our uncleanness. And he willingly pours out his blood to wash us clean, to make us clean and new. So just as this leper was made clean by Jesus reaching out and touching him, so too we can find this same healing we can be made clean if we can brave these, these forsaken, broken, unclean corners of our hearts and be brave enough to meet Jesus there, to meet him there and let him touch us right where he is most desiring to show us his healing, show us his mercy and show us his compassion. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.